Welcome back to the College Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie, and we're taking some time this month to talk with your fellow Take Stock in College students. In this episode, we're talking with Samantha from Florida State University about her college experience and lessons learned from being in college. Welcome, Samantha, to the College Corner Podcast, and thank you for your time. Sure. Uh, so, like you said, I, my name is Samantha Roseberg. Most of my friends call me Sam, so if you want to refer me as that, no problem. Um, I attended in University State College where I dual enrolled in high school, and I graduated with my associate's degree, and then I transferred to Florida State University where I recently received my bachelor's degree. Okay. How was that transfer process for you? Because it was also during COVID, right? Yeah, it was right during COVID. So I came to Florida State uh, the spring of 2020. (laughs) So literally right in the midst of it all. So I moved into the dorms and COVID hit without within like a couple months of me being at school, moved back home. So it was definitely an odd experience that I had to uh, go through. But I think that it built so much characteristics and kind of taught me a lot about, you know, being adaptable and like trying to work your way and see what works best for you during college. So, but transferring was a little scary for me. Um, You know, going to a big university is just so different than, and living on campus is just so different from, you know, being at that state college or that community college and having a smaller, you know, community and recognizing so many faces. Um, But I just tried to go in there thinking that, you know, I was prepared for this and my prior classes had, you know, got me ready for it. So I just tried to dive right in. (laughs) That's great. No, I I mean, given the circumstances, I'm sure it was a big, what would have been a big transition anyways, it made it even (laughs) bigger for you. (laughs) Uh, So what do you like about school? Um, Well, so for Florida State in specific, I really, really loved the campus. That was the first thing that popped out to me. It was just a really homey campus and living on campus, being so close to everything and, you know, being surrounded by students who were doing the same thing as me. Like I was so motivated by, you know, just people sitting on the grass and on the benches and doing their work. Like that to me was just making such a difference in me wanting to put the extra hour into like study for my stuff. But also there was just so many other opportunities that I didn't even consider when going to a to a large university. So I had tried like certain um, shadowing experiences and things that are just, just fun ones. Like I did like an FBI shadowing experience, like just why what? not? You know, I know. Really? That's yeah. cool. It was really cool. Of course it was over zoom during that time, but it was like, just, you know, a cool thing that I could just go into and learn some stuff about and see if it was something that I was interested in. And there were so many other ones like that. Um, but I don't know, it was just a diverse of things to join. So I, I joined like the law fraternity here because that's what I was interested in at the time. And I met so many people had so many different resources presented to me through that. And um, there was intramural. So I was able to participate in like sports with some friends and, you know, have an ease away from school. I just loved how many opportunities that were up here. It was just so different from what I had ever imagined. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds like you were ready to just like fully immerse in that college experience, which is great. Yeah. So like looking back, what are some of the things you wish you would have known when you started college? Like I said, it was a little weird, like transitioning to that school. And and I was able to grasp it kind of quickly, but I know that's not the case for everyone. So something that I wish I knew starting college was that who has questions about like finances, like career planning, meal plans, like public transportation from the school, anything like call the school. That's what they're there for. You know, ask them questions and 
you know, just talk and try to meet as many people and connect with people. Cause it's really overwhelming to come to a school with all these things. And you just are like, how do I even grasp onto this? You know, I remember feeling so overwhelmed and not knowing enough and thinking that that was a problem and being like, why don't I know this stuff? But it's just totally okay to, you know, say, okay, I'm new to this. Everyone was in my position before I should call. I should ask questions. I should talk to kids in my dorm and my hall and, and no one, and people are there to help you. Like, no one's like, oh, that's weird. Like, it's it's so normal. <laughs> and I, I that was my biggest struggle. But it's, I would, so I would just say, what's know before starting college is that everyone's been in your position before. And to just, like, understand that you're not by yourself in this type of situation to ask questions and be okay with that. Right. And and do you feel that take stock in college helped you in your journey at all? Absolutely. I think that take stock in college, it was, you know, coming into this, school that's so big and thousands thousands of students it was like I didn't necessarily have that specific community when I first got there you know and I knew that I had take stock in college to help me with any of my questions and of course it's easier said than done like oh just call the school and ask questions but you know a lot of times there's a wait and you know you're kind of stuck in this position but take stock in college if I had any issues I could email someone I could call someone and they would be able to do everything they could to try and give me the answers that I needed. So it was just a community that I could turn to any day for really anything. And on top of that, they were always rooting for my success. You know, I feel like it's so nice to know that you have like people in your corner, especially when in a place that's so unfamiliar and so new. It's just nice to know that there's people who have your back always. Yeah, I love that. We're we're like a take stock family. (laughs) We support each other. No, Mm -hmm. I, I love that. So looking back, even on your Take Stock in Children program, has your mentor impacted you? Or, I mean, are you even still in communication with your mentor? Like, how has that relationship transpired over the years? So my relationship with my Take Stock in Children mentor was, I think, pretty unique in the sense that I, so I transferred to a new high school. I really wanted to be on the dance team um, at, like, the other high school in my area. So I transferred there, and I joined this, like, certain choice program that you have to do to be able to go to a different school and I really wanted to put myself out of my comfort zone so I tried out for this dance team and I went to the school and coincidentally my take stock and children mentor was the coach of the dance team which I did not know at all like oh. I, yeah and she was a math teacher at the school as well but um she was so she was someone that I was around like weekly daily because of practice and performances and the dance team was very much like involved in the community and she was just such a role model to not only me but people within the dance team in all of her classes and so I feel that I had a really unique um relationship with my my dance coach and my mentor and she um I don't know. I, when I transferred schools, it pretty much there's tryouts for the team the year before. So like if you're in eighth grade going to high school, your freshman year, the tryouts are in eighth grade and then you see if you make it or what, or whatnot. So I, I made the team and I, I went up to her privately and I said like, this was before she was even my mentor. And I said, I don't know if I really want to transfer schools, you know, for this program and what can I do to like, you know, make sure that this is like the right thing for me. I, I don't know. And, and she just was able to speak to me one-on-one in a way that I really, really, connected with and understood and then little did I know when I decided to make that transfer to the school and I was assigned a mentor she pulled me aside and was like I'm your take stock and mentor like I'm your mentor like we're gonna talk and have lunch every week for um or every month for the rest of your high school I was like wow like this is incredible so 
Yeah, I I just got the chills because that's such a cool story. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's really unique. And I really, my relationship with her was just one of my highlights of college, truly. So, and and not only her being my dance coach, but being able to like have some one-on-one time with her, someone who I really, really admired was, and her looking out for me always, like looking out for opportunities for me, looking out, oh, make sure you fill this out. Oh, these are community scholarships. Like here, take this, like always having my back. It was really, really wonderful. And I, I don't talk to her probably as much as I should, but she, she does so much within the school. So after this, I think I'll text her. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's awesome. Let her know what's going on in your life right now. I will. I will. Yeah. And and speaking of that, what are your plans next? Like now that you are officially a graduate, what are you going to be doing? So I graduated in December of 2021. So I've remained in Tallahassee. I work at a law firm right now. So I'm a receptionist and like a runner. So really anything they need, I I am doing for them. Um, And it's been really good for me because I wanted to see like what the daily life of a lawyer would entail and like the duties and how, you know, everything about it. Because I, law school is a big commitment and that's been my plan for a while, but you know, so I, I started working at this job last semester. I continued it now. I've been studying for the LSAT since last semester, but I've been really full-time like boot camp studying for the past couple of months. And I just took the exam on Friday. So now I'm just kind of in like a waiting zone area and just waiting for my my scores to come back and trying to get my mind off it now. But hopefully if all goes well, I'll apply for law school. It would be for the next um, admission cycle. So it would be starting in the fall of 2023 is when law school would begin. Awesome. Well, great. Do you have any ideas of where you want to go to law school? I really do love Florida State. And I only was able to spend two years here because of, you know, all the credits I came in here with. So I'll apply here. Family is extremely important to me. So and my family's in, in South Florida. So I'll try to apply to schools down there as well. I think that I need to take a look at um, my score for the LSAT and then kind of evaluate what schools in specific I would be most you know, competitive with. Um, right. But I, ideally, I would like to stay in Florida. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, I have to commend you on getting a, a job in a law firm to kind mm-hmm. of be able to shadow. And I know that's one of the things that we talk about and tell students, hey, if you, you want to get experience, get a job in, the, in there or shadowing or internship uh, to try and really get involved with that career path. So, you know, it's, if it's for you or not, like you mentioned, speaking about like what you've learned and is there anything specific that take stock has taught you? Yeah, I think that take stock has taught me a lot about, um, my discipline and a lot about my hard work. Because looking back when I even applied to the scholarship or back when I got involved within the program, um, it was, it's it rooted from discipline and hard work, something that I knew I was trying to plan ahead of time. And when I got to college, I was taught, you know, there's no reason for doubting yourself. There's no reason for saying like, oh, I can't do this because you can, and people are there to help you. And I, again, I'm going back to this of like that alone, like kind of little girl in a big world feeling. I got to school with not many connections, not many people that I knew in my area, but I knew it was something that I really wanted to do. And I was taught from take stock, like sometimes, you know, taking one step back is going to move you two step forwards, you know, like taking a step, like reanalyzing your what, you know, all the resources you have, you know, like it's okay to ask help from here. And, you know, you have people who are supporting you. And I just think that being within a community is just so beneficial in so many ways. 
like, and that's really what they taught me and just that I was never alone and that I could do all these things. And there was people who have done them before me. So why can't I, you know, you just got to put in that hard work and, and discipline yourself and tell yourself that this is something that you are going to do. So, right. I definitely see your discipline and you have been doing great and we are so proud of you and all your accomplishments. Um, So if there were any advice that you could give to other Take Stock students, what would it be? I would tell them that they have such a bright future (laughs) and to really never give up on their dreams. I know that sounds a little cheesy, but just the fact that you've planned for your college degree just like speaks volumes. I know that there's so many people who are, you know, not really ahead of their stuff and, and whatnot. And just like doing the research and trying to, you know, become involved in things is just really setting you ahead and setting you apart from a lot of others. And I would just say that you have all these resources at your fingertips and don't be afraid to use them. You have a very strong community backing you up and supporting your endeavors and academics or not academics, you know, anything in life and whatever your dreams are. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that. Um, so after law school, do you have an idea of what law you want to get into and, and what is your future? Like, do you, what are your future aspirations? And you see when you look at yourself in 10 years, (laughs) truthfully, I've, it's funny you ask this. I've been having like very recent feelings about this because of the LSAT, it's just so much pressure and it's like so much based on one exam. And I started out studying like, okay, I have to do this or else like, you know, I don't even know what to say. Like it's, it's, I think of it being so ridiculous now of all the pressure I put on me because I'm like, okay, if I, you know, don't do well on this, the sun is still going to come up tomorrow. I will still have my family who loves me. I'll still have all my friends. So in 10 years, ideally I would love to, you know, be working at a law firm and trying to gain my experience and, you know, work on myself and my successes. But I think that really, as long as I'm happy in 10 years, I'm fine with whatever I'm doing. And I think that's something really important to remind yourself. So definitely, yeah, no, it's definitely important for sure. Going through your college experience, what degree did you graduate with? So I graduated with a bachelor's of science and political science I minored in communications and I um, was involved in the undergraduate certificate program for emergency management and homeland security. I did learn a lot about, you know, Florida and, and their history and, and how people were able to move past certain things. And I just thought it was interesting, like the, the, the public version of it. I don't know. I, I guess I just wanted to, well, first off, I wanted to extend my time at FSU because I was already here with so many credits. I understand college experience, yes. Yeah, and I wanted to extend that a little bit. Um, so, I, and I was looking through their certificate programs. Um, they have like leadership ones and they have, I think they do have like uh, secret intelligence ones that I didn't pursue specifically because I didn't know if I necessarily would go down that route. But um, yeah, this was one that I just thought was really interesting and I just went forward with it and I learned a lot and I, I did enjoy it, but. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I, I do think that it's so important to get involved on campus. And yeah. I mean, you really emerged yourself in the college experience and, and really taking it. I mean, you were reading the emails, you were going through and being a part of these shadowing programs and, and looking at the career stuff. What's some advice that you could give other students that also work and go to school at the same time? Do you have yeah. any any advice for that work-life balance Sure. Um, Work-life balance, I think that is really important to reward yourself from a long day. 
I think that sometimes I will catch myself like in my room watching TV and I'm like, I should be doing something. I should be. No. Tell yourself it's okay to take a break, you know, do something that you enjoy to do. Go on a walk, go do some yoga, go bake something that's fun. I would say that work-life balance is extremely difficult because you get in the sense of work, work, work all the time, right? Like you're doing homework, you're doing your job, you have to balance all that. But I think the most beneficial part of it is being able to say, okay, I'll do all that, but I still have my friend group and I still do things that I like to do outside of my work life. And you reward yourself for all of that hard work. So don't forget to reward yourself and try to allow yourself to just take a step back and relax. Because if you're just going, 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 you're going to run yourself down. And I've been in that position many times where I like feel I like I, I can't do anything productively because I'm just going, going, going. So, you know, taking that self-care time is just so, so important. And that's something that I learned after a while. And it's hard to learn at initially. So and you you can take baby steps towards it, but it's really important to do and reward yourself for. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, and what do you like to do for fun? Like in your free time, what does that look like? Is it just laying down and watching a movie or is there something in particular that you like doing? Yeah, I it really depends on the day. I did list a couple of them. Like I there's a local yoga place that I like to go to. So if I can go to one of their classes, I really enjoy doing that. Um, I like to read a lot. So I've been, now that my LSAT's over, I've been starting to read a book, um, a little bit of like a motivational self (laughs) improvement book. Um, I like to hang out with my friends, go out to eat, you know, uh, our campus is beautiful. So if I can take a walk from my apartment to the middle of campus and just enjoy that area, I do that. Um, I just started a a puzzle, (laughs) A one thousand piece puzzle. So, and I'll just, like listen to music and do my puzzle, which I love. But it's um very like I get really into them, so I, I have to like be able to plan them accordingly. So right. yeah, it's almost just, like therapeutic, I guess. Yeah, for you. I love it. Really <laughs> what do you do once the puzzle's done, though? Do you like frame it, or is it just like sit there? <laughs> um, I'll probably let it sit there for like a couple days just to like be like, yeah, I did that, but. I will eventually crumple it up after I have enough pictures and send my mom and my friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. So what about the summer? Do you have any plans? I'm waiting for my LSAT scores to come back. If they are what I hope they are, I will probably start with my law school applications, getting ahead of those and doing some research on what schools I want. Um, if it's not exactly where I want to it to be I'll probably take it again um at the end of summer maybe like the August exam so I'll probably get back into a lighter studying routine for that um I am working at my job all summer so I'll be working at the law firm that I'm at and um trying to learn as much as I can there um and I will be rewarding myself by going to the pool and maybe driving to the beach one day and 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 doing all of that so yeah, summer plans are just going to be a day-by-day kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, it's fine. As long as you're taking that self-care, like you mentioned, yes. that's exactly. that's what matters um, mm-hmm. because you definitely worked hard on everything. And like I mentioned before, we're just proud of you and all the success and accomplishments you've been able to do. Is there anything else that you may want to discuss with some of the students? For any of the students that are really looking for someone who – can help them out in any, any type of situation, especially if they're looking for like a law route, they are more than welcome to reach out to me. I'm on the connect page and they're more than welcome. I'm happy to talk to anyone about it. So 
that's just one thing. I even like any people that come into my law firm, like other lawyers and whatnot, if I get the opportunity to talk to someone and just hear their story and hear what they're going through, it really just like it can help you in so many ways, even if you don't expect it. And even if maybe it's a little bit boring to listen to like someone else's life and story, it really does like help you and, and give you ideas of what you can do. And so if anyone would like to reach out to me, um, you are more than welcome to do so. And yeah, I would just say to keep going and keep working hard. <laughs> So you heard it, join Connect, and you can reach out to Sam on there. Uh, and I think that is one of the things that's so important is the fact, I, I know we kind of talked about it, but being that family, the Take Stock family, and how we're all here to support each other. Um, and I mean, you've been there. You, you were a Take Stock and Children student. Uh, what grade did you come into this Take Stock and Children program? Grade. Eighth grade. So yeah. you have literally been part of the family since eighth grade. Yeah. And then now you, you just graduated from college and um, going on and, and doing um, bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's you, you literally are in the same position that some other students want to be in in a couple of years or and or maybe next semester. Um, yes. So just having that support system there is, is so important. Um, So thank you for offering that. Of course. Happy to. Thank you again, Samantha, for sharing your college experience with us on the College Corner podcast. And thank you all for tuning in to get success tips on college, career, and life. Until next time, keep learning and thriving through. Take stock in college scholars. The views, opinions, statements, representations, recommendations, advice, and other content presented in this podcast are solely those of the individuals expressing them who are solely responsible for same. Such content does not express the opinions, views, or statements of Take Stock and Children and Take Stock and College, and they do not confirm, endorse, sponsor, or recommend any of such content or the presenters of the content. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Textdoc and Children makes no representations or warranties as to the accuracy, correctness, and completeness of any such content, or that this podcast is free of viruses or other malicious code. Take Stock and Children expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or any other damages arising out of any use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the content presented in this podcast. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge and agree to the foregoing terms and release and agree to hold Take Stock and Children harmless from and against any claim or liability related to or arising from this podcast or the content provided therein.